Alright everybody, welcome back to Squad Tactica episode 111, that's a 111, and yeah, it's an exciting time to be a part of Kill Team. We have got the OP kit in full swing over at the Citadel store, and there's a lot of stuff coming out for the holidays. We are done with Orktober, which means we are going to be going into November, and I'm really excited for that new codex to come out, and even though I'm not necessarily probably not going to be playing any big games of 40k 8th edition anytime soon i'm probably still going to get that codex because i love orcs i love their lore and some of these new cultures look really really cool now we're not really going to get heavily into that because we're not an 8th edition big game 40k podcast we talked pretty much about kill team my name is sugi and i'm very happy to have each and every one of you along for the ride so we're gonna go right into news and there's not too terribly much to talk about most everything is getting ready for oh holiday season you've got necromunda there's a whole bunch of other stuff but there are some really cool things in the christmas article that came out from the warhammer community website there's scenery bundles which i really don't have too much to talk about for those i mean they're nice, and if you don't have a local store to play at, like you're playing at home, you're playing at a friend's house, these are great additions. Um, I I never know what to say about terrain just because I'm really close personally to quite a few miniature stores, so I, I personally don't have any problems finding any sort of terrain. But I do like painting, and some of these look really cool. Like the Imperial Sector... I'm kind of a big fan of because it just looks really, really good. So, you know, this is one of those hit or miss things for me. So I'm just going to keep on moving. I do like the Age of Sigmar, uh, Gale, Vale of Grand. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. I like the ghost trees. I like ghost things. I'm probably going to pick up some of these ghost miniature guys. I know I don't, I'm saying the name wrong, but I just love painting things. And that does lead me to something I am actually interested in. If you're listening and you want to buy a gift for your lo friendly local podcaster, they are doing these painting bundles. Now, I, I would assume these are probably going to be very expensive. And uh, <laughs> so I'm just looking at these, wondering if I'm going to get them myself. But they do have an interesting, I guess, uh, I don't know what to call them, a concept, uh, paint line. It's interesting. So basically the idea is Games Workshop is doing a Citadel paint system uh, bundle where you get a bunch of a certain type. So you have the layers, the shades, the bases, things like that. So on the website, you can see they have like an airline where you get a whole bunch of uh, paint pots that are different colors from the Citadel airline. And then you have a, then that's air line of paints, not like airline, like you're flying. And then you have a little box that keeps everything in them. Uh, you've also got a, uh, a base coat set. So uh, let's see, there's six, there's, there's like 20, 30 different paints and they have a little case that holds them. And then there's another one that has all the layers. So essentially like the concept is if you have a friend who's a painter or you yourself are a painter, these generally cost significantly less than buying everything individually. And you do get a little case to carry them. And that's kind of a problem I know a lot of people have is when you have a bunch of paints, you do need a way to transport them, especially if you're going to conventions or to friends' houses or to the local game shop to paint. You need a way to transport these. Uh, I use Battle Foam. Uh, I've got a really great uh, painting case from them. But there's a lot of different ways you can utilize these cases. And the big one is, of course, the ultimate paint set. So it comes with a box. Uh, it doesn't actually show what paints you get. I would assume it's probably a mixture of your bases, your layers, your airs, your dries. You might get some uh, washes. I can't really tell because they, they are shooting the paints from the top. Uh, you do seem to get some brushes. You get some. Uh, you get a paint handle. You get the clippers. Uh, you get the little... I can't tell if it's the file tool or the thing that helps you mold like green stuff. But essentially... If someone is wanting to become, you know, deep in deeply involved in the painting, you know, modeling hobby aspect of the game, maybe not as much of a player, this is probably the best. I mean, like this is the thing I want because this has everything in it. Um, I use, you know, all of the things that we talked about. I use layers. I use bases. I use dry brushing. Um, I'm probably I need to get an airbrush. All my friends have told me I need to get an airbrush. So for those of you listening, if you're like, hey, Sugi, I have an airbrush. This is what you should use. 
definitely leave me a PM, leave me a message in the comments below. Um, that's probably what I'm going to start looking for for Christmas. To be very honest, I, I love painting. I love, 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 love painting. I'm thinking about doing a Patreon where like if people donate, like I'll send me a model, I'll paint it for you. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Um, but I've had people ask about Patreon and how they can support directly. And I'm just trying to figure out how to do that because I am just eternally grateful and thankful for everyone's support. And uh, I'm also looking to find some really cool swag for the community. So like I said, if you have any uh, interesting ideas or questions, leave me a message or a PM on Facebook or, you know, wherever you see this, just message me, let me know. Like I'm thinking about stickers and buttons, maybe some magnets, just, you know, small swag to say thank you in return for, you know, a little bit of uh, patronage. But we'll, we'll get there one of these days, probably here in the next month or so. Moving on, there are hobby tools. Now these are, <laughs> I actually thought this was a joke. I'm not going to lie. I know the community on Facebook and Reddit also isn't super enthralled with some of these things. So uh, the first thing I actually did like, I do want to know more about. There is a new Citadel um, paint pot, I guess is what they're calling it. And there's just this generic picture of this paint pot. Now, I've got the old clear ones that probably most of us have that came with the little... Um, the the painting table you could put on your lap that has been a godsend i've used that so many times where uh, i know this sounds weird but like i i travel a lot so there have been times where i'll be stuck at an airport and i've got that in my carrying case my um my weekender and i've got my you know models and my paints in my little bag so i'll pull them out and just start painting in the airport or at a friend's house or wherever i want because you can sit that thing you can sit down sit the the um Oh, what do you call it? It's just, it's a little lap desk. It's fantastic. I got it for Christmas many years ago, thanks to my mom. And it's just been fantastic. Those paint pots have been amazing. And, you know, this this looks interesting. I do, I would, wouldn't mind a bigger paint pot on my desk at home because I don't need those little pots when I'm at home. Uh, so this is interesting. I think that might be the best selling item of the three things that got shown off. The next one is a painting handle XL. This one, I actually laughed at. I'm not afraid to admit that. I thought this was a joke because I was like, you know, these these big giant models aren't prohibitively difficult to hold with your hand because they're big. And the like the paint handle for small models is amazing. I use that all the time. It's changed my life. Just like Games Workshop said it would. Gasp. Uh, but this XL thing, I... I don't know. I'm sure there are people who are listening who are like, Sugi, it's really good. And you know what? You probably have models that I don't. Um, I don't have any of these gigantic models to use on this giant paint handle. So I I don't know if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, the next thing I actually think I thought this was a joke, like flat out. It's the paint handle with um, arms. I, I understand the concept but I don't understand why this thing exists, especially when this is probably going to cost. So like the paint handle is like $9 with these little arms. I'm, I'd wager games workshop's going to be like 15, $20. And I'm like, why you could buy three of the paint handles. And then you could just like, I've seen people where you go to like your hobby shop and you get those little clips and you stick them on the end of a metal, whatever. And it costs nothing. Anyways, I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> no earthly idea what to think about this so you know we're just going to move along uh the battle forces though now this looks really cool they do say in december there's going to be 10 for between warhammer and age of sigmar so five and five so we saw one that's the battle force for the death guard that looks cool i i would okay these shouldn't be replacing the start collecting you also have the battle force uh deep skin or what is it a deep surge rating party i'm willing to guess these are probably going to be like around that 85 dollar mark where the start collecting boxes are but i'm i don't i don't know exactly how battle forces work because they're not the same as start collecting so i'm sure people who are listening are going to be like hey I'm, you know sugi you're probably wrong which is fine and if you want to send me a message let me know what these are exactly i'm totally down for that but basically the idea is like 
the battle force is actually not a bad idea for kill team, especially with commanders. And that's actually what we're going to be talking about today is commanders. I got some time to read the book, got some time to play some games, and I have some thoughts, both good and bad, about commanders. So the reason why I wanted to talk about battle force is you, like, for example, this death guard, you do get a lot of models. So it looks like you get a regular set of the seven models, which is what I have. You get some terminators, and then you get one of the uh, 20 to $25 singular models which generally those are used for commander stuff so you're getting a lot of things you do want now unfortunately like the terminator armor you don't really need but you can still use those for like cool you know poses and things obviously you won't get the terminator armor bonus but you could still say you know if you're playing with friends hey i'm going to use these guys in terminator armor and they, they're just going to look cool it's like okay uh, the only thing you're really getting that you can't use are the is the tank and then the 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 floaty thing with the spikes. I don't know what it's called. Um, so if you're looking specifically for kill team, this is probably not a great purchase. You only really need the regular models, like the seven models that you get for like fifty bucks. Um, but you know, if you wanted to play kill team and you wanted to get into the big game, or you want to play kill team and you want to paint models, like there's a lot of ways that this could be beneficial for like a Christmas gift, um, like. I would want this just to have the models and, you know, I'd paint all the other things and just have them to have them. Like I'm also a collector. So that's kind of the, the beautiful thing about 40 K and the miniatures thing is there's never a wrong way to do it. There's never a wrong way to play it. So, you know, if you're only playing for kill team, if you're only trying to get, you know, the best bang for your buck in, you know, kill team exclusively, don't buy this. But if you're like, you know, what, I might play a little bit of kill team. I might play a little bit of eighth edition, or I just want to paint or collect this is probably a great place to start. So I'm interested to see where the battle forces come into play and what Games Workshop has. But for the most part, I think this paint pot, I'm going to get this paint pot and, you know, maybe save some money and use my Christmas gifts to uh, maybe pick up some of this painting stuff. We'll see. It really depends on the price. I have no idea what they're going to charge. I know it's going to be an arm and a leg and I've only got two of each. So, you know, might sacrifice one this year or both just to see what happens. So anyways, we are going to talk about commanders and this is a great place to plug our sponsors, which I didn't do at the start of the show, but that's okay because Discount Games Inc. got me all of my commander stuff, which we're gonna be talking about and I highly recommend them. If you haven't heard of them yet, you haven't listened to the show before, Discount Games Inc. is a website that has 15% off all Games Workshop stuff. They've also got other things, so they've got like Magic the Gathering, and they've got you know miniatures for Warm Hordes and all kinds of stuff. Like They don't discriminate. Even though this is a Kill Team podcast, I know a lot of people listen to other hobbies. They've got board games, all kinds of stuff. So if you're listening, you're like, hey, I want to save some money. Christmas is coming up. I want to buy a whole new army, whole new faction. They have 15% off. If you buy in bulk, just send Jay at Discount Games Inc. an email. He can actually get you a bigger discount. You just talk to him and he'll set all the parameters out and let you know how that all works because he's the business guy. I'm the podcast guy. So I'm not entirely sure, but he can help you out. Send him an email. Super great service. They shipped me everything extremely quickly. It was packaged well. There wasn't really any damage to my boxes. It came in mint condition, so I'm extremely happy. Also, Battlefoam is a sponsor of the show. If you haven't known or don't know, I love Battlefoam. They help me protect my paints, they protect some of my miniatures, I use their stuff, and I highly recommend anyone who's listening use Battlefoam for whatever you can possibly do. Like, they've got Star Wars Destiny, they've got miniatures, Warhammer, 40k, Age of Sigmar, you know, pretty much armada x-wing like they're not just limited to 40k stuff and games workshop stuff if you do any kind of miniature gaming even some board game stuff like battlefoam is an excellent company with excellent products so i highly recommend them check them out and we're going to talk about commanders so this is the big announcement from you know games workshop talking about this it's this like so we started, I guess we'll just kind of start with the timeline. We have Kill Team, everyone's like, ooh, Kill Team, sweet. Kill Team comes out, all this fun stuff, and, you know, it's a great starting point to get people into the hobby. Kill Team is a great game. Like, I love playing Kill Team, but it's very clear this is a stepping stone for newer players to get their feet wet with Games Workshop products because they want you to 
um, how do I say this? They want you to experience the game early and at a, a easier price point of entry. So that way you can say, okay, you know, I can play Kill Team. I get the rules. I get, you know, some models. And boy, I have a lot of fun. What can I do now? Well, Commanders is interesting. And, and we'll move forward. So then we have the Rogue Trader expansion, which I did not get. I'm probably not going to get. And it, it looked and felt based on what I've seen, that it's probably more of a board game. Um, I just didn't get it because I don't have the budget for it. And it it intrigued me, but it wasn't a must-have for me. It was more like I would like it maybe if someone got it for me as a Christmas gift or something, but I personally am not going to buy it just because I would rather spend my money on more models and commanders, which brings us to commanders. And I think commanders is very interesting because you can, you can play at 200 points and this is kind of, based on the games that I've played, this is kind of like the next level for players to begin to become invested in 8th edition big box, like big games. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Now, there are some things about commanders I like. There's some things about commanders I don't like. And we're going to talk about that. But after I've, I've kind of thought about it and kind of, you know, it's like a good steak. You eat it. And it's really delicious and you love it. And then it kind of settles and you're like, man, that was really good. And you think about it, and you remember all the sides. It, I, I don't know, like a Thanksgiving meal. Like you just kind of remember. Everyone who's listening probably has that one Thanksgiving meal they remember with family and friends, and like the food was so good. And I don't know what that has to do with commanders, but basically, like the point I'm trying to get across <laughs> is, commanders is clearly different from Kill Team. There's nothing wrong with it. I know I said you know earlier I might be worried about it, and from everything I've seen from everything I've heard talking to you know my local game stores commanders is purely an option kill team is where games workshop wants the game to stay and that's perfect that's exactly what I wanted so for playing kill team for fun or playing kill team at 200 points what the heck is it and so I feel like it is it's a way to utilize more models if you have them and use some of these new expansions that Games Workshop is printing for the purpose of trying out new things. And I I don't think everyone will like Commanders. I think a majority of people will. I think it's a great thing to do with friends. Like, you go over to a friend's place, you go to the game shop, and you're like, hey, we're going to play, like, one or two rounds of Commanders. We're going to bring, you know, bigger armies. We're going to try out all these new rules and all these new different things. And it's super fun. And I think that's great because now, now with Kill Team and Kill Team Commanders, I see them as two separate games, even though they have the same name and the same branding. I don't feel like they're exactly the same just because Commanders is, it is different. It feels different. It plays different. You've got access to significantly more things to do. There's more models on the table. And some of these, um, some of these specialist abilities are just bananas, and I think that's okay because I know I know commanders. People are probably going to take seriously, and they're probably going to try and make it into a tournament scene and a lot of those things. But like when I look at commanders, I see it as a way more fun, potentially way more fun way to play kill team because some of these things just feel bonkers like they feel way too powerful way too cheap now i'm talking because i played uh imperial guard but these these commanders are just super super cheap or um i'm probably actually and we're gonna talk about this later but there's a tyrant commander that's 196 points and that sounds like stupid fun i don't think for one moment i'm going to win but by golly we're going to talk about why it sounds like the most amazing experience ever because you're going to have two models you're going to have this one Tyranid Super Commander and a, a Hormigant or a Termagant. And that is your entire kill team. Why would you do that? I don't know. But, like, my friends and I, we sat around, like, theory crafting. And it's like, you know, it might not win. But you're going to have some hilarious stories because pretty much anything you touch just dies. And you can't do that in kill team. Like, you can't have one model that just walks around like Batman. He's, like, chucking batarangs and dodging everything. He's like, da 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 You know, like... Everything in Kill Team is very expendable, and you have to be careful, and you have to move with importance, and you have to make tactical decisions 
And in Commanders, like, you can just have this big, beefy guy who just walks down the field. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to block all these shots, man. And he is just like this big, tanky, beefy, redonkulously overpowered character. And that's fun. Like, to me, that's that's a great thing to do over the holidays when I go visit friends and be like, hey, we're going to play Commanders, but we're going to play, like, super hyper expensive commanders. We're not going to do like the 200 points and you try and min max it. It's like, you know, you have five models tops. So you have to bring like the most expensive models, the most kitted out models with all the crazy gear and weapons and upgrades and just do janky stuff. Why not? Sounds fun. So anyways, getting ahead of myself. So let's talk about commanders, like just a quick review for those of you who are listening going, hey, I don't have it. I'm not sure if I want it. Why should I get it? Why should I not get it? And then I'm going to go deeper into a you know much more interesting analysis. So right off the bat, first thing, why should you get commanders? It's fun. Very simple. It's very, very fun. It, it is a little expensive. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You're paying $60. Now, I'm going to talk about the, the price, like the value points of it real quick. You get a, for $60, you get a really nice box that comes in that's pretty relevant, but, you know, at least it's not a crappy, cheap box. You get a really nice hard box. You get the rule book for commanders. You get a uh, buttload of empty data cards. So you can, like, write down your names and your points and all your upgrades. And then you also get all of the tactics for all of the, um, the specialists and the generic tactics. So essentially, in a nutshell... You're getting the $40 rulebook and then the $15 cards. Like, you know, with regular Kill Team, there's the $40 core rulebook. And then you can buy for $15 a little box that has like 25 data cards where you can write down, you know, characters' names and story and all that information. And then you also get all of the cards for the um, tactics in the book. So essentially, that comes up to $55. And then for some reason, they added another $5. Uh, you do get some tokens for that one commander, and then you get, you know, the hard box. So uh, I think you're paying more than it's worth, if I'm just brutally honest. Now, of course, like I said, Discount Games Inc. does have 15% off, so that does help a little bit with that price point. That I, I, I don't know why it's $5 more than what... It would be if you bought them separately, if it was separate, like, you know, just looking at the core rules and the, the box, the card set being 40 and 15, that would be 55 combined. Um, I mean, I understand Games Workshop is a company. I can't fault them for trying to make money, um, but I don't understand why it's $55 or um, $60 when it's realistically 55 in terms of what the products realistically are. So I don't like that. I I think it's stupid that it's more expensive than it really should be but it is what it is moving along so why should you buy commanders it's really fun uh, another thing about commanders that's really nice 200 points is actually significant now when you're talking about like imperial guard it's significant because you, you have a lot of options but even with, like death guard it felt significant normally like on a good day i'm running like eight or nine pox walkers and like three to four actual death guard bodies. Now I'm not running four and nine. Like it's a fluctuation between like three and four and nine, like five to nine floating around that hundred point army. But when you go to 200 and you have a commander and your commander only costs like, what is it? I think it's like 45. Like you can do more expensive guys, but there's like, there's 80, 45, 50, 45 at level one that's still leaving you 150 55 points even if you take the 80 point guy you've got 120 points that's still a model maybe a model and a half or like a model and like two or three pox walkers like they're they're still like even with big bodies like you know your primaris marines your space wolves things like that that extra 100 points is a lot of flexibility and what that means for like me as a player is Reading the book and theory crafting, using Battle Scribe, talking to people online, talking to my friends, going, "Hey, what what about like this guy with this upgrade and these new bodies?" And that's really interesting because like I feel like Kill Team is very min maxi, and what I mean by that, if you don't know what that term is, it comes from like uh, MMOs where you only have so many points 
to allocate to special abilities. You only like in the MMO game, you only have so many points and HP and all these things. So a lot of people like to do is they like to maximize and minimize everything. So they minimize the worst effect. They maximize their most strong effect. So when you're min-maxing in Kill Team, you're trying to find the most efficient model for the least amount of points. You're trying to find, just just push every single thing you possibly can. So that way, when your model's at the table, they're the best they can possibly be. With only 100 points, there's only so many different iterations of a Kill Team you can have that is like, you know, A tier, tier one, super tier. And then everything else isn't necessarily as good. Now, if you're not a hyper-competitive player, if you're not looking to min-max, most of what I'm saying isn't relevant. What is relevant, though, is when you get to 200 points in Commanders, whether you're min-maxing or not, there's a lot more options. Now, of course, you could say that that will be solved eventually, and people will say, you know, this is the best setup humanly possible for Imperial Guard, Necrons, Tyranids, whatever. And, you know, logistically, that might be true. Eventually, someone's going to figure out the most possible efficient way to build a kill team in both regular kill team at 100 points and 200 points in commanders. But if you are not going to be doing hyper competitive stuff, if you're playing for fun, if you're playing with friends, if you're just playing for the heck of it, you don't care. Guess what that means? You could buy more models. You can paint more models. You can do more stuff. That, to me is a huge boon for commanders. That's that's great because you can buy more things and use them. In regular commanders, you know, once you've found that list that you love, especially with poor Grey Knights like or Death Guard, like you just don't have that many options. With 200 points, you do have more options. You can do more things. You can have more flexibility. Now, it's not perfect for every single faction. I, I do know that. I understand some factions... Death Guard, um, Grey Knights, like, there's just, no, not Death Guard, what am I thinking of? Um, Death Watch. I always think Death Guard and Death Watch, I apologize to everyone listening, Death Watch is just super limited when it comes to options, which stinks. I know you can do the thing with Death Watch where you bring out-of-faction models or something and you pay more points or whatever, but, like, Grey Knights, it's just Grey Knights, like... <laughs> Great Knights kind of don't have a lot of options. That sucks. But you do have things like, oh man, Imperial Guard have great options. Um, I think the the Plague Marines have a lot of great options. Uh, Tyranids only have a couple, but we're going to talk about that super ridiculous, crazy um, single model army, which I think, for those of you listening, like if you're looking for a really fun, stupid, hilarious kill team, kill team you should probably try this and just have some fun with friends because it's only going to be a model or two if you want to borrow a hormagon or termagon or you just use whatever you have as a proxy because that thing is just garbage anyways like it's going to die pretty quickly but anyways going back to uh, the pros and cons of kill team there's a lot of options it expands your horizons. It allows you to use more models. It allows you to do a lot of different things. It allows you to have more fun. You can be more competitive, but you can also have more goofy, fun, silly things happen on the battlefield. It's completely up to you. Um, there's, Like I said, in the book, there's a lot more stuff. You've got more missions for open play, narrative play, natch play, all that stuff. It's great. Phenomenal. Um, the tactics are interesting because the game uses your commander kind of as a little bubble for special effects. I think that's neat. Um, I actually, in all honesty, think the community will probably come up with way more interesting ways to utilize these auras. Now, those clearly are not going to be like tournament legal. They're not going to be official by any means. But like where Games Workshop started, I think the community can modify and make a lot better, a lot more interesting. And maybe you know there'll be like a custom version of kill team commanders that becomes popular we'll see but i like where games workshop started there's also commander traits where you can pay extra points to get different things i think that's neat i do hope they expand on that because the six that come in the rule book they're okay they're not like terrible but when i saw the commander traits i was like oh my gosh like it would be perfect if there's like a whole page with traits that would be super cool 
once again, I feel like if the community latches onto this and creates like a modified version of traits and tactics, the game could be really interesting. There's a psychic power page. It's whatever. I don't have psychic powers in my stuff, so I'm not super worried about it. Um, the new specialists, without going into them in detail, are amazing. Like, these are fun. These are really, 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 really fun. Uh, I'm not going to go super deep into what they do, but like, we'll, we'll just talk about leadership really quick. This is one of my favorite ones. The level one leadership is the symbol of courage. As long as this model is on the battlefield and not shaken, subtract one from nerve tests. Not amazing. Level two, uh, aura of command, increase the range of all aura tactics used by this model by three inches or inspiring friendly models within three inches of this model. As long as it is not shaken automatically pass nerve tests. That's pretty cool. Uh, what else? And then level three, there's heroic. As long as this model is on the battlefield and not shaken, you gain one additional command point at the start of each battle round. You can only use this command point for commander tactics. And then there's a whole bunch of, you know, levels one, two, and three tactics. And this is like not necessarily the strongest, but this is just really fun because you can just have an inspiring leader sit there and hey anything that's close to them basically doesn't shake doesn't pass like they just pass nerve tests they're like i'm the leader be you know strong my men women xenos thingamabobs and they're like okay sure maybe they're more afraid of getting killed by that leader who knows but the point is like these are very very potent and i feel like that's okay because when you're playing this 200 point game especially that's optional you can go a little crazy, and I, I commend Games Workshop for doing something that feels way more fun and not necessarily like hyper competitive and tournament flavored and all that stuff. Like this feels like it's an amazing game, but you can have you can play it for fun, you can play it competitively, you can play it narratively. Like you can do so many things with commanders that Kill Team also has, but doesn't necessarily focus on. Like I feel like Kill Team is way more tournament gear now that i've played more kill team matches it, it feels like it's meant to be a tournament a quick quick game for tournament players a quick game for anyone to play get their feet wet learn strategy learn tactics get good at using miniatures basically similar to chess um commanders has that aspect but i also feel like games workshop just opened up an opportunity for people to do goofy stuff and i'm really excited about that so those are the reasons why I think you should buy commanders, why you should not buy commanders. These are very few. It's really expensive. If you're listening to this and you're like, yo, Sugi, I don't want to spend 60 bucks. Okay. Don't spend 60 bucks. If you don't feel like it's like classic rule of thumb for any hobby. If you don't feel like this is worth your money, don't buy it. If your friends are like, you have to buy it. Just borrow theirs. Simple. Uh, yeah, never, never, ever feel pressure. Ever. Don't feel pressure to buy it. Don't listen to this and be like, Sugi bought it. Yeah, but if you don't like it, don't buy it. Don't let me tell you what to do. I'm just a podcaster. I'm not, not your mom. Um, another reason not to buy it. You do probably have to pick. Now, okay. You may or may not need to pick up new models. So this is kind of one of those underlying things where it's like, you're going to spend 60 bucks on the rule book. And then you're going to spend more money on models. So it's a not necessarily a flat $60 investment. Could be more expensive, especially if you buy these $35 box sets, which are also pretty pricey. Um, if you've already got a bunch of models and you've already got things you can use for commanders, then that's not a big deal. But for those of you who are listening who are brand new to the game, you only bought the rule book for Kill Team and you only bought like a box or two for Kill Team and you don't necessarily have special models for these commanders like for example if you got into death guard the plague marines all of those commanders have models and they're ranging from like 20 to 25 dollars you can proxy do not get me wrong you can be like hey this model over here is a commander but i know people like me want that specific model so that it's WYSIWYG. so when you go to the shop and you put that model on the table you go okay Everything is WYSIWYG, which stands for what you see is what you get. So when I'm using my tally man for Death Guard, I actually have a tally man. So, you know, there's an additional $25, $35, whatever. So 
that is something you need to be careful of is when you do buy the rule book, you might be ha you might spend more money. You don't have to, but you might. Um, another thing that I don't personally like is some factions I just feel got the shaft. I like I I like the fact that everything is in this book, so you don't have to buy individual codices or individual little data sheets and books and things, but like Seriously, if you spend $60 and you have Grey Knights and you only have one guy, I would be upset. I I'm lucky that I have a bunch of different kill teams, so I'm utilizing this book for multiple different factions, but if you only have Grey Knights and you're forced to take you know, the Brotherhood Champion, you may be okay with spending 60 bucks just for that model. You might not. I do think that if you're listening to this and you only play one kill team, go find a friend who has the book, go to a game shop that can let you look at the book, look at it really quickly and determine, do I really want to spend $60 for this one piece of paper that says Brotherhood Champion and has stats on it? Uh, you may, you may not, but I do think that it would be kind of crappy for someone to pay that much money for a Death Watch Watchmaster and that's it. That's that's all you get. You have one sheet of paper with some text on it for one thing. You know, that's that's a personal opinion of mine. Uh, I I wouldn't be happy. Not gonna lie. Um, otherwise, that's pretty much the negative stuff I have for commanders. Um, I I will say this is more of a neutral thing. Commanders is not for everyone. I'll make that very clear. Commanders is fun. Commanders has a lot of things I like, but I'm also playing Kill Team for fun, not super competitiveness. So if you're listening and you're very, very, you know, casual, this is probably fine. If you're listening and you're very competitive, this may or may not be for you. There, Once again, there are competitive things about this game. There are ways to play competitively. There's all kinds of options. But... Commanders is an expansion for a reason, and I feel that reason is you can open up as many doors as you want and play the game however you want, but you don't need it. So that's like my biggest take for those listening who are like, should I buy it? Should I not buy it? What should I do? Inherently, there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, I'm very pleased with this purchase. Of course, I'm pleased because I have like five to seven armies, so there's so many things for me to go through. If I only played one army, that would probably change my opinion of this quite a bit. I don't know what it would be, but if I had to be like super honest, I'm not sure I would spend 60 bucks if I only had one army. Not, not entirely positive. Now, I would also say if my friends were going to be playing commanders, I would be down to buy this. But if it was like, hey, Sugi. You have 60 bucks in your pocket. Hooray! You could buy commanders. Hooray! But you only have to play with people you don't know. Oh. Or you could spend that $60 on regular Kill Team product. Ooh! Okay. So that that's kind of the, the tricky part is, you know, if I, if I didn't have a lot of friends or if my friends weren't playing commanders, I would probably spend that 60 bucks on more models if I had to be really honest about it. So... Um, conveniently, all my friends are playing Commanders. We had a lot of fun playing it. And I think if you have people to play with and your local meta is playing it or your local game shop or you have friends or whatever, I think it's a great purchase. But the reason I say all the things I say is because my, my experience with Kill Team is just one person when there are thousands of people listening to this podcast and there's thousands of people playing this game. And my opinion is just one out of thousands. And there's so many different variables and so many different personal variables apart that, you know, make for someone's decision. So I'm explaining mine, and I hope that you, the listener, can use that to determine if you will buy it, you won't buy it, or, you know, maybe you think about it for Christmas. I don't know. But anyways, I hope that helps. Please let me know if you have any questions. If you're like, hey, Sugi, I'm still on the fence. I want to buy commanders, uh, but I want to know about this thing or that thing. Send me a message. I'd be more than happy to answer it. Uh, moving along, we're not really going to do too much like gameplay 
um, recapping just because there's so much to talk about here in Commander. So some of the things I liked, we're going to talk about the um, Astro Militarum. So we played a three-player game with myself, Dave, and Danny. We each brought 200 points. Uh, obviously, Dave has IG. I was playing with IG, and Danny was playing with Tau. That was a fun game. There was a lot of great stuff. I don't remember what the... I'm not going to look through the book right now. I'm trying to figure out what the um, mission was. But basically, it was a nice, big... What do you call it? It was a nice, big battlefield. There is a command, a capture point in the middle. You deploy eight inches away from the capture point itself and five inches away from the uh, edges of the um, or the middle lines of the, the um, battlefield. So basically, imagine there's a cross and then the dead center, because, it, yeah, it's not an X. It wasn't a square. It's a rectangle. So imagine there's like a cross rectangle and the dead center is a capture point and then you can deploy basically in one of the four quadrants you can you have to be eight inches away from the objective itself and then four inches away from basically the lines that divide each quadrant and we played on the graveyard battlefield at the citadel shop and it was fun it was so much fun because there's so many little graveyards to hide in and places to you know duck behind and it was it was just a fantastic fantastic mission I, I think a lot of people would enjoy it even at three players um we did kind of determine that as every time we play a three-player game someone does get ganged up on so you know it's kind of that just trap for three players someone kind of just gets the short end of the stick it happens every time it happens to everybody so you know it is what it is but with four players i think it'd be fun with two players i also think it'd be fun with three players it's tricky Depends on who you're playing with and what factions you're playing with. But uh, I picked up the Kill Team Fedor Lasko Astro Militarum Commander set. So I have this, uh, what is it, Officio Perfectus Commissar. Nothing like crazy special about the model, but um, you do get some uh, exclusive, what do you call them, tactics cards. I'm not going to go into what they do, but basically you're paying $35 for a model. And then you get a bunch of exclusive cards and you get some tokens. Uh, are they worth it? Eh, I don't know. Maybe? I didn't have a Commissar in the first place, so I needed the model anyways. Figured I might as well get this, you know, expansion just for the sake of reviewing it. You know, for all the listeners, talking about what I like, what I didn't like. You know, just letting people know, hey, you know, it's a thing. Um, in a very short nutshell, basically, you're paying for a commissar model it's the same commissar model you would get if you just bought the commissar itself you get exclusive tactics you get exclusive powers you get exclusive all these things for fedor lasco himself but if you don't like any of those things you can just use them as a you know commissar so basically if you're listening to this you're like well should i get it should i not get it i can't speak for all the other models but essentially you get a generic model that already exists within the universe of 40k and you're essentially paying an extra $15 or give or take whatever the model's worth you're paying an extra premium to get uh, tokens for that model you're paying an extra premium for a, a exclusive data sheet that has a bunch of things for that model you get exclusive tactics and you get um, well okay I should clarify you get the tactics for your faction that are generic so like there's three tactics for three generic tactics for Imperial Guard so you get the cards for all of those and then you get an exclusive tactic specifically for that named character. So, like, uh, you get four tactics cards, one, uh, three of the generics, and then one specifically for Fedor Lasko himself. And then you get, wait, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get some commander-specific cards. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know if they're exclusive to Fedor himself, but they're exclusive to IG. I should clarify that. So, you get the three generics, and then you get one additional one that comes in the commander set expansion uh, you do get a commissar specialism card for that named character so basically the concept is you can take a commissar and use upgrades from the rulebook or you can take the Fedor Lasko card and now it's a named character with all these special effects that come in the box so you do have 
a, a flexible way to use that model in two different factions as the generic commissar or as Fedor Lasko who kills his companions if they try to run away from him. You know, stuff like that. So if you're into like heavy theming or, you know, you want some more exclusive stuff, that's basically what you're paying for for the $35. Uh, once again, is it worth your money? It depends on if you want to spend the money. I know that sounds terrible and you're like, Suki, give me a definite answer. The problem is I don't know what your life is like. I don't know what your living conditions are. Like you could be making more than me, less than me, the same as me. You might like him. You might not like him. You might want some of the things. You might not want some of the things. Like there is no definite answer. Should you buy this item? If you feel like $35 is worth your time buying a commissar with exclusive powers and cards and upgrades, do it. If you're like, Sugi, that sounds stupid. I can just buy the commissar or I already have the commissar. Don't buy it. Don't spend your money. Super easy. Um, but that's basically what you're getting in all these $35 box sets is you're getting a model that previously exists. I don't know if any of these are brand new sculpts. If anyone knows, let me know in the comments below. But I'm fairly sure the current, the, uh, the nine that they released or the six they released, these are all models that already exist in the current state of the game. So uh, let's see, what is it, six, seven, eight? Yeah, so there's eight models. You're basically paying for the exclusive text on these cards. So if you need the model, buy it. If you don't need the model, think about it. If you're like a collector and you're like, I really want those ex exclusive cards, got to have them. Okay, that's probably worth your money. So anyways, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Imperial Guard because that's what I was playing around with. So I actually did take the Lord Commissar and I did take uh, Fedor Lasko as my commander. I used his special card effect, which I'm not going to go into, but basically if he gets into melee combat with you, you're pretty much dead. He's really, really tough to kill. Uh, Dave used the or the company commander, and this is crazy. What really makes this guy cool is uh, you can take the senior officer upgrade. They all have the voice of command, but a company commander may use the voice of command ability twice each round. That means, at least the way we were playing it, if someone wants, if I, I'm pretty sure this is right, but you can use the company commander to issue two commands, and then your generic leader from kill team issues a third command. So Dave was issuing three commands per turn, and it was like, holy cow, this stuff is strong. Really, really crazy. So if you're like looking for that kind of stuff, like you want to do a lot of commands, you want to have a lot of cheap models, like the, the platoon commander is 10 points. The Tempester Prime is like 25. These are a level one, so you can go up to level four. And the Commissar is 10 points. And that's also what's really neat too, is like there's, there's a scale for points in the game. And when you buy your commander, you also pay for the level. So you're like, I want a level three Commissar. I want a level four, you know, platoon commander. I want a level two Tempester Prime. When you buy them, you get different abilities per level and you get to pick how those work. So it's really, 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 really cool. Um, so anyways, long story short, I actually won the three player game. I was able to stay out of the line of sight of Danny's Tau the entire game. Uh, Dave was moving down the field, and so he was getting shot by me and him, and, you know, as you all probably know, he lost so many models, they started to take break tests, um, and he broke, and then um, Danny was, like, he conceded, so then it was me and Danny, and Danny already lost a lot of models, so I just ran in, and he conceded as well, like, it was, it was a very interesting game, but, like, once you hit a certain threshold, um, and also, if you only have, like, one fire warrior and a couple of drones, you're really not doing well, especially I hadn't lost a model yet uh, when Dave conceded. So I think I brought like 15 models or 16 models and all of mine were fine. I only had like two flesh wounds. So I was, I was really, really lucky in that game. Um, but what I learned from that initial game and then all the other games we played was like your commander really does matter. Um, some of them you want to get into combat, like the the company commander and the platoon commander you want them to stay back with your vox caster and just issue a buttload of orders and keep your guys doing all kinds of crazy things but like you can just run up with your commissar and just be like all right power sword to the face pew, 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 pew. and especially with that plasma pistol like you just run down the field you shoot him with a plasma pistol you don't kill yourself get in get in combat and you're like all right power sword Wah! and people are dying fast so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. 
Anyways, let's move along. There's only a few more minutes before we have to end the show because we don't want to go two hours talking about this stuff. You all have other things to do. You have games to play. Trust me, I know. So we're going to talk about the hilarious, crazy, stupid thing you can possibly do with one model. <laughs> I'm not going to read all the stats. I'm I'm not sure if I would get in trouble if I like read out the entirety of everything you want to do. But Dave and Danny and I sat down after we played a bunch of Kill Team over the weekend. And we were talking about commanders. We were just kind of you know talking about what we thought about and things that we liked things we didn't like and we we were both kind of like hey did you see that uh that level four broodlord for the tyranids that's 196 points and you know, we're like yeah and we're like why on earth would you ever do that it seems really stupid like really stupid we're like yeah and then we actually sat down and read everything and then we were like oh dear god this is a crazy crazy model so I'm just going to read a couple things that make this thing crazy and hopefully encourage the listeners to go out and buy a Broodlord and then maybe <laughs> go go to your local store, show up and be like, hey, you want to see a funny thing happen? And then your opponent's like, yeah, and you put down two models and they go, Oh dear God, what is this? And you're like, it's a super broodlord commander. And you're like, why would you do that? And you're like, you're about to find out. <laughs> so uh, let's take a look here at this model. So the, the broodlord is $40 on the website for our games workshop. So that's the MSRP. Like I said, you can find that cheaper on discount games. Inc. But I mean, like if you have 40 bucks, you want to support your local game store. Like that's not going to end the you know, kill the bank. Anyways, the Broodlord has eight movement. Not crazy. You've got a weapon skill of two plus. All right. Strength, toughness are five. Wounds, six, which is relevant. Six attacks. You have a leadership of 10. You have a armor save of four up and a invulnerable save of five up. Now, there's a bunch of other things here. Um, you can reroll char fail to charge um, some other things. Uh, no, nothing like super crazy I'm going to go into, but basically the, the thing we were determining is the Broodlord has six wounds. It's a lot. It's a lot of wounds. Of course, people are going to go, well, Sugi, why would you take a, a model with six wounds? Like when you could take a 200 point army and have like, you know, 12, 14. It's very true. It's, it's an excellent question. Why would you do that? Is it good? Probably not. Maybe. Could be. Is it fun? Oh, yes. Here's why. You, <laughs> you're going to run in. You're going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, we also theory crafted you should take, I think, fortitude at level four for the, uh, for the specialists. Pretty sure that's what we determined. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So anyways, uh, your rending claws, you have monstrous rending claws, negative three AP. Okay. Damage is D3. Okay. You can reroll failed wound rolls for this weapon. Okay. And in addition, each time you make a wound roll of six or higher, that hit is resolved with an AP of negative six and damage of three. Okay. So essentially, you're just going to run up. You're going to roll six attacks. Uh, they're all weapon skill two up. So as long as you don't roll a one, you have something go through. On average, out of six attacks, five of those <laughs> go through. So, okay, we're just going to do very generic math hammer right now. So, you roll six. Uh, you have a one in six chance of failing. So, on average, four to five attacks go through. Cool. Then you have strength five. So, strength five attacks. Once again, strength five. You, you roll six attacks. One out of six fails. So, you got four to five attacks. On average... Things are toughness four. We'll, we'll do, we'll even do, you know, marine equivalent, toughness four. So even if you face like death guard, toughness five, you still only need fours to wound. So, but we'll say marine equivalent, MEQ, things are toughness four. You've got strength of five, so you need threes to wound them. Here's the crazy thing. 
you get to re-roll failed wounds. It's not one of those like, oh, you just re-roll once. You re-rolled failures. So you roll out. You need a three or higher. That's a 66% chance. And if you fail, you get to re-roll. Also, on top of that, <laughs> but wait, there's more. If you roll a six, you just... You just stick it to him because you now have an AP negative six damage three. I don't know much of anything in this game that can handle that. Now, of course, if you're dealing with things with invulnerable saves, you have to worry about that. But if you're like, oh, hey, look, Space Marine, here's AP negative six. Ugh. And then damage of three. Oh, that thing is dead or it should be dead. Be really unlucky if you didn't just instantly kill it. So now you're making things roll their invulnerable saves. So most of them are like in the five and six range. Harlequins have a four. So like the brood, the super broodlord commander hyper team activate isn't going to be great against certain matchups. Like Harlequins are probably going to eat you alive. I mean, it is what it is. Like I didn't say this was a good idea. I'm just saying this is a fun idea. But if you're if you're not seeing a lot of Harlequins at your meta, most people are playing Space Marines. You know, for all those people who are like Sugi, what do I do about Space Marines? Broodlord? <laughs> Super Broodlord? <laughs> and like I said, there's a whole bunch of other things I'm not going to go into in the book that make the Broodlord really, really goofy. So if you're like, hey, I've got 40 bucks. I want to have some fun. Buy the Broodlord. <laughs> take, it to <laughs> take, take it to your locals and just jank. Just go janky. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm probably going to do it. This just looks way too much fun to not do. Um, with Fortitude, he just gets tougher and harder to kill and just insane amounts of things. So, like I said, I don't want to read everything because I don't want to get in trouble. People are like, oh, you can't read the whole book. Like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, this is just to wet your whistle. If you've already got the book, you know, take like five minutes and read what the Broodlord does. You may or may not want to do it, but by golly, for 196 points... This thing is legitimately a one-model army, and it looks stupid. I'm excited. <laughs> I think this is fun. In fact, this has encouraged me to kind of look and see what other crazy, like, like super ginormous models I can find that are like, oh, this is like a 400 million point like kill team with one body. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll see how that works. Like... There's a Tech Priest Dominus level 4 at 195. Like, I haven't even looked at them. I just happened to flip through my book, and it's like, oh, here's another model that's ridiculous. Is it good? Well, maybe. I'm going to read it after I'm done recording this podcast. <laughs> so, anyways, the, the long and short of it is Commanders is fun. Commanders, I think, in the longest of runs, is worth the $60. Now, once again, it's not for everybody. If you don't want it, don't buy it. If you want it, buy it. Have fun. Uh, if you're not sure, if you're on the fence, you know, there's plenty of resources online that have reviews. There's plenty of people you probably know that have this book. I don't know. Buy him a soda and ask if you can borrow it. Buy him, buy him lunch and be like, can I borrow this for a couple days? You know, I'll bring it back next week when we play. Whatever. You know, get your hands on it. Read the contents. You know, figure out if you want it for yourself. And, you know, go from there. But I think... Uh, okay, I also, I forgot to bring this point up. Uh, there was a lot of people in the previous episode we were talking about, you know, kids and adults, you know, family members, you know, father and son, father and daughter, mother, daughter, whatever combination, you know, parent, child. And a lot of people are asking, you know, what are good ways to get your kids interested in playing Kill Team? What are some good ways to, you know, you know uh, bringing them into the hobby? I actually think this is a really, really good uh, option just because you can do some really crazy things and I think kids would like that now this may or may not be true and this does depend on you and your child and your preferences and a lot of different variants but I'm talking about like on the most generic of terms I think that commanders is kind of like it's it's almost like board gaming like it opens up this new dynamic where 100 points is limiting for a reason Kill Team is supposed to be very fast. You show up, you put down like five models, you roll some dice, have some fun, very quick. Commanders is that middle range where, you know, you might play for an hour, maybe a little bit longer, 
you have a little bit more models, you have a little bit more things to paint, a little bit more detail to pay attention to, and a couple more things you have to remember as you're playing. Because when you're playing with five models, you know, you're not really needing to remember a ton of things. But when you're playing with 10, 12, you know, even if you're pushing close to 20 when you're playing with cheaper Hordish armies, that's fun. It helps to process a little bit more information. And I don't think that's a bad thing because that allows excellent communication amongst the parent and the child. Because if you have to deal with multiple types of models, say, for example, you know, we're talking about Tyranids, you know, you have your gene stealers, your lictors, your termagants, your hormigants, you probably don't get to feel all four types of those on the battlefield for 100 points. You, you can, but you probably don't. But if you're playing with a child and they're like, hey, I want to play with all of these. Okay, cool. Sure. Why not? They also have to keep track of all of those statistics and what each of them do, how to play them. And that can lead to conversations that can lead to strategic debate that can, and that's amongst the parent and the child. Or even if, you know, kids are playing with kids, you know, they start talking about, well, sh you know, what should I do with my, my gene sealers here? What should my termagants do? What should my hormigants do? And even if they're not having that conversation necessarily with their opponent or their friend, they're having that in their head. So they're constantly thinking about new things, new ways to play, new alternate things inside of the Kill Team universe. And to to an adult, that might be a little droll, where it's like, well, I already do that anyways. Sure, that's fine. But it's a great way to start to introduce more complexities with your child, more complexities with a younger player, and start to kind of get their brains wrapped around more stuff is happening. You have to account for more things. But as they do that, they do become better players in the long run. So that was just kind of an interesting takeaway I had because I was watching some people play with younger, um, I don't know what we're called. Like, you know, in Magic, you're wizards and Yu-Gi-Oh, you're duelists. Uh, but I guess we're just players. So anyways, at, at the Citadel, there was um, a younger player with an older player. And I don't know what their relationship was, if it was like, you know, father, son, or like brothers or whatever, but you know, the, the child wasn't prohibitively young. I would say maybe eight or 10 and the adult was thirties, maybe like they weren't super old. Anyways, there was a, a really interesting takeaway because consistently the younger player would just stop and have a conversation with that other player. And they would be like, I want to do this. Is that a good idea? And there, the other person would say, well, here's why that's a good idea. Here's the way that's not a bad, uh, not a good idea. And the younger player would just kind of sit there and go, okay. And they'd begin to formulate a decision, formulate maybe a new strategy. And I was like, that is great. That is super cool. And I noticed that the younger player was constantly like referencing the book and talking and looking at the models. And they were just constantly involved in determining what the best route was to play this current action i was like you know what i think that's a viable thing for commanders like you know you're listening it's november christmas is not too far away this would make a really cool christmas gift i think for a child if you said hey here's the commander's book and you know if you know their favorite faction get them a commander and be like hey you can paint it you can model it. We can play a game over the holidays or a couple games over the holidays. And as you set down those those extra models and that new commander, you can start to discuss all kinds of things. Also, outside of the game, you know, the options to look at all the different levels for the commander, all of the war gear for the commander, your, your different specialists. Some of these come with like five, six, seven. You know, you can look at all the tactics. Like you can have a really great experience and conversation with your child over this because there's so many things to do that aren't available in kill team like don't get me wrong kill team has a lot but this adds even more stuff and you know if you're you're wanting to bring new players in you're wanting to bring family members in or even children in this is probably not a bad idea now once again it's not perfect but i think this is a viable option this makes a great christmas gift i think that's just my opinion. So anyways, that is all I have to say about Commanders. It, overall, I think it's worth buying. Once again, like I said earlier, if I had only $60 and I had to pick between buying this book or buying more Kill Team stuff, I'd probably buy more Kill Team stuff. But that's like, basically in that scenario, I only have $60. I don't have expendable funds. I don't have anyone who wants to play with me. Like there, There's a lot of negative 
variables in that that contribute to me wanting to buy in the kill team which i don't think is going to be very common if i'm very honest about it but i like to look at things in the like most extreme fashion like will no one play with me will none of my friends get commanders Am I just the only person who's going to buy it and I have to be the champion at my little game shop to get people to play? That's a lot of work. If you're into that, if you want to try and make this a thing at your local shop, by all means, go for it. I don't think anyone should not try to champion this, but there's just a lot of factors. It's not perfect, but it's not a failure. It's just an expansion that I think is really fun. It works for a lot of people, works for a lot of different things. And it's definitely overpriced. Not even going to lie about that. But if you have 60 bucks, and you have the time, and you definitely want to try something new, absolutely go for it. So that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Squad Tactica, Tactica team, I guess. <laughs> it's just, my name is Sugi, and I am so thankful for everyone who has joined us on the show, who's been with us since the beginning, and who's followed us whenever you came on. It's great to meet new fans and talk to them. I appreciate all of the private messages. Please keep sending them. I love talking to each and every one of you about Kill Team and Games Workshop. And I'm going to start talking a little bit more about the hobby aspect coming up very soon because there are going to be a lot of people buying new models and not know what on earth they're supposed to do with them. And I have a lot of tips for you. But before we get on out of here, do me a quick favor. Follow the Facebook page. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. It helps grow the show. It helps me evolve the show to make sure we're keeping on track, keeps me honest, keeps the production quality as high as humanly possible. And, of course, I have to give a big shout-out to all of our sponsors, Battlefoam. They protect your models. Get you some Battlefoam. Real simple. They have great prices. They have great selections for all kinds of stuff. Check out the link in the show notes. And also, Discount Games, Inc. They have provided me uh, great discounts on all the stuff I've picked up. And I highly recommend, like, I don't get review copies. I have to pay for all of my stuff out of pocket. But I use Discount Games Workshop for a lot of my big purchases because it helps me get my hands on these things so I can tell you, the listeners, what I think and how they work. So check out Discount Games, Inc., especially with so many new products coming out. They have got all the stuff you need. Like I said, they've got 15% off baseline if you buy bulk email Jay at Discount Games Inc. He can get you an even bigger discount and I'll let him deal with all of that and it's amazing. They're quick, they're fast, they're professional, they're super friendly. I love Discount Games Inc. I love working with them. So anyways, we are getting out of here. I hope everyone has a great week. I'm going to be playing some more at the Citadel uh, this upcoming week and we'll come back and talk more about Commanders and regular Kill Team modeling orktober well november all kinds of really fun stuff so we'll see you all next time and yeah as always keep on killing them